0: Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast, and i got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast, with everything you need, all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show.
1: live are we live uh i mean i'm live this is good this is good live because i have
0: the youtube stream on my phone right next to us we have you know zach is here uh i am here hello everyone welcome to the first official youtube streaming of the sports cave Part of time to vs. podcast studios and the Orange Sports Network. Um, it was an interesting way to come up with this crap. Uh, time to vs. <laughs> podcast studios because. <laughs> but uh, how you doing, Zach? How you been?
1: Oh man, I'm good. You know, I I I'm doing pretty well. Uh, Post draft and uh, feelings that is. Um, life's life's all right. You know, just kind of end life's my weekend. Right, on a good, you know, life is all right.
0: Life, Life is good. Life, Life is good is in the right. world of Zach, you know.
1: Yeah, that's I mean you're you're hitting right on the head.
0: <laughs> Life is good.
1: Yeah, I hope you're doing well, man. Ah, eh, not too bad, despite having only three picks in the draft. Well, well, that's what happens when you, you have to get all those trades in, you know. Yay! Win now.
0: Exactly, exactly. Win, the point. win now, think about it later. Win now, think about it later. <laughs> I mean, they have they can do it, but uh Yeah, the draft is over. The week was over uh, the last few days. um, As we're recording this on Monday, Uh, I was on Saturday, Friday, and Thursday. So three of the last four days, we had the draft for the National Football League. Um, Your Chicago Bears. You're one of the very few people I know that is not sold on the Justin Fields. uh, Uh. draft
1: pick right that way and well let me clarify why i'm like
0: pesky bears
1: fan let's let's see what we got here uh pesky bears fan um i'm gonna call it a uh stubborn bears fan a miss a bears fan that has seen has not trusted his organization as of late uh look i am cautiously optimistic that is what i'm going to give you i am not going to be a guy that comes on and says that On a flip of a, or on a uh, drop of a hat, I'm instantly swooned towards we're running the NFC North or a playoff team. That's true contender. Like some people have talked online. I am a guy that you need to show me the product on the field. I think Justin Fields can prove it, but I'm just, I'm trying to be realistic is what I'm doing. And I'm also a guy that you know maybe skeptic skeptic just because you know the Bears are a cursed organization with quarterbacks. And I know that Justin Fields is this athletic freaking nature and it doesn't help the Ohio State
0: curse is going with them too.
1: Well, that, that's something else to me. You know, I want to see him prove to me that he can read. I mean, credit, you know, it also is based on how Matt Nagy structures the offense. We get that, but I want to see the guy make progression and show that it's not Ohio State's system that you know, made it easy to show and look reads, which I don't think it is that, but, you know, I want to see the proof of concept on the field because I kind of got overly excited when I was watching, when I was, you know, getting hyped on Mitch Trubisky and, you know, this is what happened, but Justin Fields, I think is more proven anyway. I am cautiously optimistic because there is more for fields to be on the upside for, I'm just telling you as a Bears fan, I gotta be really, it's, it's, it's it's dipping my toes in the water. It's not, I'm not jumping in with a cannonball, you know?
0: It doesn't help that, you know, you gave up the draft capital that you gave up to the well, Giants yeah. to go up to, what was it, number 11? Yes, yeah, so we went from we went up
1: nine spots, up. spots, gave up a first round next year. So, you know, got to deal with that. But, you know, the thought so is, is hopefully
0: – yeah. So you almost have to win right out of the gate for what you I gave up. You, ha- you have to give up – it's not as much as you gave up with the Khalil Mack trade because, you know, that was two first round picks. Right. A borderline Hall of Fame player. Right, right. Um, so I completely get it. The desperation, and also, you haven't had a probable quarterback since 1985,
1: <laughs> right? Well, we, uh, yeah, and even then, like Jim McMahon, I think that was more Pro Bowl, not Cutler, because of the well,
0: and Jay Jake Cutler, Cutler was the best quarterback statistically in your franchise history.
1: Yes, that says a lot, he, he holds many records as well, even even though he was in, you know, obviously injuries kind of hurt his chances of career. Obviously the mantra that he gave off didn't help him either. You know, and again, like I was mentioning Jim McMahon pro bowl, but you can also argue that 85 pro bowl was mainly because the team was just that special. So people yeah. just kind of rallied behind him for the punk attitude he was giving off, you know? Um, yeah. So the bears really, I mean, if you want to go as far back as Sid Luckman as a true hall of fame quarterback, that's, That's really, I think the benchmark we're looking at and uh, Justin Fields to me has everything that I think should make sense to say, this is a guy that can legitimately change a franchise. I want to say that I am sold on that, but I'm just as a Bears fan, I've been beaten and battered by terrible QB play where I'm like, you got to hit the field. I am really, I'm, I will not fully sell myself until I, until come August when I see preseason play. I get to watch the kids sling the ball on an actual turf with NFL <laughs> talent, as well as a you know, I will not, things like that. I but, will
0: not be cursed and I, I forced again, to suffer just, it's just, with the right. It's just the Bears and fan Dalton. in me.
1: I will it's not be forced to suffer through Andy Dalton's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the Bears fan in me. That's all it is. Oh. You know, but I love the draft. Like Fields, Fields overall, I'm I'm happy about. Okay, I, I can't I, blame him. No. I, I I did tell people I could come off as a wet blanket, but I'm overall happy. You know, Tevin Jenkins helped me with love that it. too. Tevin love Jenkins that. helped. You know, he Jan, was a first round pick.
0: It. He could have been yeah, a first round
1: pick. Well, yeah, I mean, hey, people thought that the Raiders reached and they should have gone for Jenkins instead of Leatherwood at 17 yeah, if they true. wanted a tackle. So. You know, he could have definitely been first rounder, and it's amazing that the Bears even had a chance to re-trade up to pick up Tevin Jenkins. So, shout out yeah. to Tony. By the way, I'm happy. Look, to- Tony is the Tony lives vicariously through me. On <laughs> no, he- no, I do not love the red. Shout black, out to Tony by strew- <laughs> the way. Vicarious. <laughs> <laughs> he lives vicariously through me with his love for Justin Fields. Like we've talked on chats, I'm definitely a guy where it's like. Like I said, like, I'm cautious about it. Like, okay, he's got the intangibles. Tony's like hype. It's like, yeah, Ohio state product. He's going to rock it. He's going to knock this out of the park for the bears. They got their guy. And I'm just like, they might have their guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you and me
0: are the same. Cause I'm an Islander fan. I expect nothing but disappointment. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I mean, I've dealt with 20 years of disappointment. I'm not saying that because you've been to us because you're the, you're the bears and you're like this historical franchise, I'm saying this because I've done nothing, other in twenty years, other than recently.
1: Yeah, I see. I mean, Bear, the Bears for Bears fans, it's spurts. Like you get one good year, and then it goes straight back down to like eight and eight, or like five and eleven. Yeah. As well. I mean, John Fox era. Oh, you know, that that me. it's that in itself. Don't get me uh, started. You know. What do
0: you think of the Jets draft, by the way? Because I'm wearing their jersey well, because I think they won the draft. You think they won the draft? I
1: think they won the draft. Ooh, man. You think they won the draft? I love their first four picks. Well, I – look, I I definitely – Zach Wilson is definitely someone that I think – you know, this is a QB draft that was so stacked, and I think that his pro day showed so many of the intangibles where it's like he can do it all and throw anywhere. You know, I think think it was a great choice. You know, some people argue that Fields should have stayed at two, and it was ridiculous they dropped, and I'm like – you know what there's a good argument for that as well but i think that zach wilson he has a chance and what helped is that the jets will they they started drafting pieces after wilson's after zach, yeah which yeah which that can actually protect the qb or they can give weapons to throw him his way mess, to where he can be boy. successful you know i'm and, watching on the
0: stream right now on uh, my phone this get mice is in the way on the top oh. on the top right <laughs> on the top right corner. My OCD is kicking and like,
1: ah! oh my god! I look. I'm with you. I I was just trying. I've been trying to keep it to where I can like see the chat in particular. But like Tony will say the same thing too. Is that when we're on our shows, you know, and even uh, on Beyond the Press Box with uh, my colleague Cody Emerson, you know, you're only as good as where you. Well, Cody says you're only as good as where you get drafted yeah. sometimes, and. I will say that the Jets did help themselves because Wilson has the cannon, but you know at fourteen they went back up and they got Elijah Vera Tucker. Love so that instant help of the line, which instant I was like, okay, help. You know they have the assets to do it. I'm like, good on them. They needed to do something yep. to shore up that line, and then you go and get Elijah Moore, who slid down into the second round. How he went to the second round, I have no clue. Exactly, That's
0: one of those picks that was like. He's an instant. He's a top target anywhere he goes to, Exactly. and I see his route runs. I'm not. I'm sure I'm not the only one who says this. I see Antonio Brown, like you see, okay, like younger Antonio Brown. Not obviously cancerous Antonio Brown, but I'm talking like younger AB when he's like breaking records with the Steelers. Like you see his foot move. You see his feet movement. You see the quickness, his elusiveness. You see all of it. Mm-hmm. And it's scary because he's a slot receiver.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, that's, that is a little bit scary to think about. But like any weapon for the Jets helps, you know, yep. you can't trot in the next year with just Jamison Crowder as your only option to throw to. You got to yep. get someone else. You know, Elijah yep. Moore had a lot of hype. Uh, Old Miss is now starting to become uh, giving a presence when it comes to being a receiver school. You know, thanks in part to uh, one specific Seattle Seahawk. You know, in my in mind, <laughs> I'm just saying that reputation sticks after you get one. Hey, you know?
0: <laughs> the fact he went down to the second to the end of the second round will ever will ever be one of the like biggest mysteries in draft history. Mm-hmm. The fact he slid that far and goes to the perfect team.
1: Yeah, you know I that, that it's it is amazing to think about. You know. Legendary draft day two, meeting Pete Carroll. I mean, you oh can't make this stuff up. So we're gonna get Air
0: yeah. Raid Attack podcast, uh, Mike. We're gonna get his Broncos on. What do
1: you think of what do you think of their draft? Uh, lame duck is what I'm describing it as. I I thought unless John Elway, which I think John Elway is now waiting by the phone, some point in June to go after Aaron Rodgers. John okay, Elway is
0: the president of football operations. George Payton is the GM.
1: Yeah, but John Elway has just as much say. Yeah. I mean, I, that look. When you talk the Broncos, John Elway is generally the guy you're talking about that makes the bigger moves. You know, I, I don't. Let's yeah, let's get to that. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Uh,
0: Zach, right now for those watching, is probably look thinking to himself, "Please trade Aaron Rodgers."
1: Oh, he's. I think he's definitely gone. Please I trade Aaron he, Rodgers. He he they is basically. He's basically saying like he said it's everything now or never to but move me. trade
0: me. Mm-hmm. He said everything but trade me. Now if you remember, Brett Favre was the same shit. Not as bad though. Mm-hmm. Because now we can talk about how Brett Favre was I'm I'm a Brett Favre guy throwing through, but like sorry. But I have right. I have three Favre jerseys, so
1: you're good. I have Jets,
0: Packers, <laughs> and Vikings because I can. But uh, I didn't – the second I saw those that news that F- Rodgers could potentially be on the trade block, I said to myself, oh, no, they did this themselves, did they? They did this <laughs> themselves. They did the same thing with Favre. They're going to do the same thing to Rodgers. Uh, How man. often do you get two Hall of Fame p- quarterbacks back-to-back and you and you piss them off royally so bad
1: you would think that they learned their lesson you
0: would think <laughs> they learned with Favre, uh, and you, you know what they
1: learned and you know what i look back with Favre, and Favre is interesting because Favre, Favre kind of baited i think the organization a bit with his i'm gonna retire i'm not gonna retire spiel um because yeah, it's Brett farv you know? so that didn't help his case but like Rodgers, this is just straight up like, okay, I'm tired of the organization not picking correctly as of like the last three, se- last two years before this draft. Um, oh, Penny I'm fed fucking up. Fucking bullshit. You know, Jordan loves sitting there. Biggest like scapegoat to, to never hit the field.
0: Three. it's not like they go thirteen and three back to back NFC championship appearances with the same damn team. You're right,
1: and they they had many Penny chances. Bullshit. They had many chances to beat Tampa Bay. I actually thought that they let that one slip away if you look back at the film. Oh my god. Um, I mean, they had their shots, at least last year. The year before against San Francisco, they just came in and wrote and just utterly annihilated them. There, there yes. was no chance after one half. That game was Tampa, over. That game was over the second it was announced. Mm-hmm. Tampa, I think they just came in flat and they couldn't recover in time. I
0: was losing, by the way. I'm gonna find this out. Keep going.
1: So I, Rogers definitely has had his moments where he could have gone, but I also, like I said, the the whole drafting Jordan love. And then like that, that's an irk right there. You know, did you have to draft Jordan love? No, you really didn't. You know, Rogers is 36 years old at that time. He, you know, yes, he was, he had a somewhat downish season, but not something that you're like looking at and going oh he's over the hill no i mean this was a guy that still was playing at tops in the league that's why they finished 13 and 3 and made the nfc championship game and then he goes out and plays an MVP season yeah and they do the same thing again you know yes. you wonder what happens if they don't draft love there you know what if they actually got another weapon what if they get better on defense because oh defensive deficiencies fine you know? with weapons they're fine now the scam going to be a very
0: good deep threat. Devontae Adams is a top three receiver in the game. Equinemius St. Brown is a very good slot option. Robert Tonyan, and when Jimmy Graham was there, kind of, mm-hmm. Robert Tonyan more than Jimmy Graham is a good tight end. They have a top five offensive line that constantly gets away with holding calls. Prove me <laughs> wrong. but And their defense has gotten better and better and better. Why right. the hell would you get away
1: with that? Why? I mean, man, I'm just saying. Oh my God. Im- imagine what you could have picked up besides Jordan Love in 2019. Oh, or in 2020. It confuses
0: the hell out of me. It really does.
1: You know. I never that, that, understood. That's
0: I never understood it. I really then, uh, when they drafted Jordan, and they traded up to do it. They did. They, trade they traded up, up to do it. That, that confuses me royally. Mm-hmm. Because... As much as I want to say, oh, the Packers did the same thing with Brett Favre when they drafted Aaron Rodgers. This is this is okay. And then I remember, oh no, Rodgers is diva-ish, worse than Favre. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, he God is. help us. Yes, he is. But hey, you know the other leverage too. He did great on Jeopardy. Sounds like he's serious about move about being the permanent Jeopardy host. You know, and he can leverage retirement, which is crazy to think about, but. He can legitimately do that. Probably. Probably. Legitimately do that if he wanted to. I mean, this is a Carson Palmer scenario, like in a complete replay of it. You know, like I want out, you know, I want out. No, we're not letting you go. You know.
0: Sorry, Jimmy, if you're watching.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I apologize. Yeah, I apologize to Jimmy for that, but I mean, that's just what this is right now. Yeah, it is. That's exactly
0: what this is. Watch, he's gonna get traded somehow to the Raiders for Derek Carr and, like, a couple first-round picks because John Gruden.
1: Best-case scenario, they do that. Um, which st- would They're suck not trading into the NFC. There's no way they do Well, no, he, no, and he's not going anywhere in the NFC. I mean, he wants to be closer to home, closer to Hollywood. You know, that's what it all sounds like. You know, okay. I mean, the only three he's listed are Denver, Las Vegas, and San Francisco. But Vegas San Francisco, would make
0: know. a ton of sense. Three hours from LA. It's not even that. It's well yeah, but like but it's it's the fact of one the Raiders are you know if Derek Carr was just as mobile as Aaron Rodgers, is Derek Carr not a 10 quarterback in this league?
1: I mean I'm gonna say he's top fifteen, although I would need to re-look at my list on the fly. Um Derek Carr is a damn good QB. Yes. Um. He is playing his best football, I think, right now, and people aren't giving him enough credit for it. Uh, Back to back four thousand yard seasons, even with injury last year, mind you. Um, I mean, what can you ask for? You know, I, I actually wish that John Gruden wouldn't be wishy-washy with him, and that they would just go out and say we're de- we're dedicated. You know, no trade rumors or anything. Yeah, true. Like, for the Packers, that's the best case scenario. Like, get Derek Carr back. You know if you feel like Jordan loves your solution, then I guess you maybe don't play ball with the Raiders. You know, maybe in my opinion, I think, like I said, this is why I brought John Elway up. I think Denver is the place that has the most desperation to go for him. Yes. Is, and you if have if, to, because Kansas, is, be in the draft. Kansas yeah. city is going to run a muck on that
0: division for the rest mm-hmm. of time, right? Yeah. Denver, you can argue if they didn't have the injuries that they had last year, are a potential playoff team,
1: they definitely could have pushed that for the extra seed that was there. Yes. Um, I don't know if they would have made 11 wins, but they would maybe nine or 10. I, think I did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I had, them, I had them going against Buffalo, though, the AFC championship. Who's the crazy one here? <laughs> well,
1: you know, I think a lot of it hinges on, hinge on Drew Locke, but we haven't seen a healthy Drew Locke. So you know, we, we don't get that. But look, look at how the defense has been built with Vic, with Vic Fangio over there. It, it's it's the best unit. On the offensive side, Jerry Judy proved last year that he has upside that can be grow even farther than what oh. his rookie campaign was. Oh. No
0: Knocked out. You got, oh, you got me drooling over. Oh, my God. You know, Hold no on.
1: Fant. No. Pretty damn no good it gets,
0: Rogers would instantly have one of the better receiving cores in football if he goes to Denver.
1: If you went to love Denver of
0: their receivers.
1: If he went to Denver, it would be the same transformation that happened when Peyton Manning went to Denver. It was it's a team that has better. a lot of potential that just needed that one plug. What?
0: Better? Are we talking better? Because look, look better. at the receivers that Denver had as opposed to Denver back then with Denver house so Demarius Wes Thomas, Wes Walker, you know, and Eric Decker, who, by the way, cool
1: guy, by the way, really cool
0: yep. dude when he was here in New York. Sure.
1: Uh, yeah, he was pretty I mean I I always thought Eric Decker got plenty of praise that he needed, you know. Yes. I
0: wanted him in Seattle, I'm not gonna lie, but um when he was when he was available and decided to go to Tennessee. Yeah. Um but then again his his wife, so yeah, what can I say?
1: Um
0: yeah. and then you look at Denver's receivers now. Cortland Sutton, yep, Jerry Judy, Jerry Judy, KJ, KJ Handler, who I love. Mm-hmm. Tim Patrick. Yep. Deshaun Hamilton. Yes. Not even get to the tight ends. Right. No I mean, offense. No offense. No there you go. Uh, how the hell you pronounce his last name from Missouri? I have no idea.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to attempt that.
0: I'm going to call it Caterpillar. <laughs> Caterpillar. Okay. Because okay. that was the first <laughs> thing I thought to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Caterpillar. Okay. Uh, okay <laughs> it's, very, it's very like South African, want to <laughs> put it that way. Oh, God. Yeah, it's yeah. very kind of yes,
1: Nigerian
0: mm-hmm. to a degree. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm just some dude behind a microphone who decides to talk bullshit. <laughs> um, they're, I mean, they, like, they're they're running backs. I love the running backs though.
1: Right. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah you don't have Phil Lindsay, but they picked up uh, Javante Williams from North Carolina. Love it. So. There's a weapon right there. I mean, like I said, this is like, you're, you're getting the same vibe I'm getting. And they get
0: a decent line. They have a good line in Denver. Yes, they do. Outside Juwan James, but they have a good line. And they just picked up Quinn Miners from, you know, from the draft of the second round.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: He's, he's either, you know, their left guard or
1: backup center. Yeah. Instantly. Instantly. Instantly but like uh, it, it's it's complete plug and play like i said you put Rodgers in like you did when you did, when Manning was plugged in there back in 2013 i'm telling you it's definitely definitely would be that much of a transformation Ooh, you would yeah. have an instant competition in the west between them and Kansas City
0: now the question here is very simple what would they give up
1: three first rounders Aaron Flick and Rodgers. three first rounders three first least. rounders for a
0: 37 uh, year quarterback
1: yep Dude, I would, say, the Bowl, I, I would say Super Bowl. I would say Rodgers can play Rodgers. I definitely could Super say
0: Bowl, if they don't get to the Super Bowl in two years or in a year, this uh, someone's losing their job.
1: I mean, okay, that depends if he falls off though. Like, I, I haven't seen any evidence yet that he's fallen off from an MVP caliber. I got
0: salt in my eye. This is an issue.
1: <laughs> I don't know how you even I
0: had popcorn. I had popcorn. Oh. What, I, was you throw in your Islander, face? I was watching the Islander game. I was expecting a five goal night because of the Sabers, and the Sabers mm-hmm. are dog shit. But um, well, they played better uh, over the last few weeks. But right, but I mean,
1: the Islanders are supposed to be one of the best in the NHL right now. So you know,
0: look at you getting back into hockey. Look at you, kind
1: of, kind of. You gotta give me some time. You yeah, know, give
0: me some time.
1: I, I'm just now getting up to speed once more, like I used to on the NBA. Let me let me take some baby steps in the NHL. Yeah, true, it's be
0: with baseball that. and with the NBA for me, too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. But, uh, <laughs> I'm saying, like, rounders, yeah. I mean, look, Rod, the QB Rogers, unless I see a fall off anytime, I think you'll get four to five years out of them. That okay. is a win now period yes. that you know you have the talent to instantly upgrade to where you'll be in playoff contention for that four to five years. You know, and even then if they keep building a defense like they did for 2015, you might get to the point where you can have an offense that just needs to score enough. Like this to me is setting up to be what it was back when Manning was there. You know, yeah. a, a quarterback that's looking for a second chance to go and burn a team in a different in a different different conference or division now, and the has the tools to here, do it
0: is it's Aaron Rodgers and like Carson Wentz uh, was given up for a second and a third round pick to Indianapolis. Yep. So I feel like it's the same situation with Denver, but I feel like they can pry Drew Locke to go to Green Bay.
1: I've thought but about have that.
0: Have Jordan Love be the starter or Locke be the starter for at least a few games. Right. As Locke has started in this league for a couple years already. Mm-hmm. And you, and give up at least a couple more pieces in return, whether it be draft picks players. I mean, you have to think, I mean, Denver would be the, would be, you know, the most likely spot. Cause I mean, I said this earlier, we, they could be, you know, Without all the injuries they had last year, they're borderline. They're borderline seven seed in the in the AFC. <laughs> yeah, which is brain shut down.
1: Nah, it happens. It happens. You yeah, know. It happens. But I'm very <laughs>
0: curious to see how if this ends up, you know, gaining traction. I mean, you're George Payton. You're the new GM of the Broncos. You're supposed to be in this hot shot general manager of the Mile High City. John Elway has, has, for all intents and purposes, laid off football operations at on his part, despite being the president of football operations of the Broncos. Fair point. Um, he has laid his hands off Denver uh, football talks and let George Payton do his thing. George Payton would be the hero in Mile High to be like, hey, we got two Hall of Fame quarterbacks in like 10 years. How right. often does that happen? How often?
1: Not really often, you know. <laughs> Not often at all.
0: Not often at all. You got a guy who's coming up an MVP season. You have, you know, a borderline top ten defense in the league that is, that gets better with Patrick Sertain and Kyle Fuller. Yep. And the, the corner position with Bryce Callahan in and or Ronald Darby in the nickel. You have good players. In Denver,
1: God, a salt in my eye. Seriously, did you throw popcorn in your face? No,
0: I was like chowing down on the popcorn. I guess I didn't wash my hands by accident. So I got like <laughs> salt in my eye socket. Oh,
1: oh, that I'm sorry. I just, I find oh, that so it funny.
0: <laughs> oh, it's not even like it's that fucking like, oh, it's a like cardboard container of salt. Oh, that you would okay. get. So it's like fine grain. Okay. So my eye is like burning right now. I need an eye patch, man. About to go gold. Staniel smooth the pirate. yeah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Someone keep going.
1: Yeah, no, it's good. Look, folks, here, here's the thing. Um, Denver just make, to me, Denver has the tools. It'll have the capital. And I know that I understand that maybe I was misspoken here with John Elway. Um, but look, John Elway, has the ability here to pull out his status and go look why don't we make this work he can come to denver and help rebuild denver and not to mention that they can give away if they want say a drew lock it would be hard and the other factor is jordan love we don't know how good jordan love is last uh, last training camp sounded like he wasn't really a uh smoothened out or shapen quarterback yet so that's a big problem oh my god dan i'm solid snake oh my god Whoa, okay
0: okay oh i got it out though i got it out my eyes better my eyes so much better
1: i need to see you need a I wash need station in your in your house you know one of those uh one of those like two-sided like uh science class ones that blast water in your face
0: i have that i i i i can find a way to get that it's going to be difficult to install, but I can find a way to get it. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure. I have my ways, I do. Nice. Well, the thing you know about, one thing you should know about me guys is that I have a uh, I have my ways in terms of getting certain things. <laughs> um No, bad, bad bad out of context.
1: Can I can I, can I ask you, you? So you're you're a Seahawks fan, you have three picks. Oh. How do you evaluate those three picks? Love them. You love love, all, them. Them. All, love right. all of them. All right. Love all of them. They they took
0: I I didn't like for the first ten minutes I didn't like the Dwayne Eskridge pick because because their biggest need outside of you know corner was center. Was like the interior of the line. And I love Ethan Posick. I love that kid. But as much as, you know, I can make an argument that Posick is not the future at center, he's the best one that they have. Okay. He's he's their center. He really is. Dwayne Eskridge gives them something they haven't had since, you know, in a long while, probably since Baldwin retired, and that's, you know, you have versatility and speed in the slot position. Tyler Lockett can play in the slot all he wants, but he's a natural D threat on the outside. DK Metcalf, a natural on the outside. You know, Eskridge... I I've, I thank the guys at U Stadium for for this uh, for for bringing me on some research saying that, hey Dwayne Eskridge is is small but he makes it up with great hands fantastic hands and speed hmm. like he's got like four three eight speed yeah that's fast for I mean, a slot receiver
1: yeah that's, I mean, that's crazy pretty, pretty fast. Impressive. that's pretty impressive so I'm to lie. I could be wrong with that forty time, but who knows? Um, you actually said it right on the, the nose four three eight.
0: Did I really? About no that. joke.
1: Four this three eight happens. fast facts. This is
0: what happens when Zach has two computers.
1: <laughs> well, look, I'm gonna look up the facts. Like you gotta look up, you gotta look
0: up your shit. So I'm not you wrong. Think,
1: you think I gonna fact check people I'm on? Okay, with. look
0: up their sixth round pick, Stony For- Stone
1: Forsyth uh, of
0: Florida. So of I could be wrong. He he had like 406
1: snaps, didn't allowed only two sacks. Uh, allowed two sacks. You were right on the dot with that. Um, I do out of uh, 513 pass blocking snaps. Nice. That's even, so better. even better than what you That's even better. You know, but so yeah, I mean, that, I, well, I mean, Seattle's really not much think, to go with.
0: So and Troy Brown, I I went to Mike for this because this he's the Sooner fan. I went to A right. for this. He's a Sooner fan. And Trey Brown, the, the their fourth round out of Oklahoma, he's he played primarily in the nickel last year for Oklahoma. Okay. But Hugo Amadi, their their fourth round pick a couple years ago out of Oregon, is their is their nickel corner. Even though he's a natural safety, he's their niche, he's their nickel corner. And they got DJ Reed from on waivers from the 49ers, who played awesome last year. Mm-hmm. Um Trey Flowers, he's got size, but he doesn't really make up with it with great corner skills. Akil Witherspoon, probably their fifth corner or fourth at best. Right. And Trey Brown is their immediate like right corner replacement for Shaquille Griffin. Immediately.
1: Sure, sure. He's a uh, probably I would assume that's what you're doing. I you would be- assume
0: so, because Witherspoon sucked last year for the 49ers. Like he was dog shit and a half. <laughs> I mean, the only reason he got to Seattle is because he fit, he fits your prototypical Seahawks corner. Now, if they wanted to, they could bring back Sherman still. They could bring in Richard Sherman and put Trey Brown in the nickel and, you know, Amadius at, you know, free safety. However the hell they will decide to do it. Right. Um, I, I always like, you know. Doing NFL previews on this team because you never know. You
1: never know. I mean, for the Seahawks, the secondary was your weakest strength. So it's not even that or your, your weakest biggest, asset. Or one
0: of the weakest section, parts of the section, team. Section. One of section. the weakest parts of the team because you know, as much as we give credit to Shaquille Griffin being a Pro Bowler, he did he he did not live up to expectations last year. Mm-hmm. And why Jacksonville gave him that much money, I have no idea.
1: <laughs> you tell me, Jim. Like if that. you're watching. If Jim yeah if Jim's watching this here now or later he'll be like well, I'll tell you why you we'll get it we'll get it in the chats you know <laughs> eventually <laughs> come back to, to join. but you know but, I, I'm the same way I, I thought they overpaid him a little bit in Jacksonville you know you with the, with the production that he had last year and eh, you know not worth that money I thought but you know it's what you get when you yes for at least for Jacksonville a team that's trying to rebuild real quick yeah sometimes you overpay
0: yeah um I do like you know the I, I Dwayne Eskridge is is their starting slot receiver out right of the game. Stone Foresight, as m- I I had to contact some Florida fans at U State and be like, hey, is he is, is he a right tackle in this league? Is he the immediate starter at right tackle? Because as much as I want to say, you know Brandon Shell, you know, is the starter. He he's. God, salt. He's immediately the the George Fant <laughs> as the star, as you know the swing tackle slash sixth offensive lineman. Sure, I I love the four side pick. I love the offensive line the way it is, like the way it could be currently constructed. Um, with Dwayne Brown at left, you know, Damian Lewis or Gabe Jackson. Great trade, by the way. Um at, you know, left at bolt, the other guard position, Posick at center, and foresight at right tackle. That's mm-hmm. really good. And yeah. they're offseason as much as we want to give credit, you know, you know, to where credit is due. Russell Wilson still did not, you know, give any of his salary cap away. That's true. They brought back Carlos Dunlap. They brought back Kerry Heider. You know they brought in Kerry Hyder. They brought in Robert Kimbici, who brings an immediate death at defensive tackle. You know they trade for Gabe Jackson. Brought in Gerald Everett. You know they brought in the guys who they brought in, and they retained the guys who they retained. You know, I, I still think it's it's a two way race in the NFC West, though, between the Rams and Hawks. You know Arizona's not too far behind. And if they get everything right, but that's the Cardinals. They're cursed anyway. Um, <laughs> and the 49ers, uh, I mean, if San Francisco plays, you know, like they played during their Super Bowl team back a couple years ago, I mean, they'll be good too. They'll be really good.
1: That, for them, it really all depends on how, how well Trey Lance transitions into the NFL. That that is, a, that is a big factor for me on where San Francisco can land is – how well he transitions otherwise i'm gonna be honest with you um la is my favorite in the nfc west at this point in time uh i
0: don't blame you on that one i mean i don't blame you on that one i mean as
1: much as they've given away draft picks and such they've built themselves to where next year they should easily get 10 wins again i think yes and that was with a team that jared Goff, you know surprised the seahawks unfortunately sorry dan and you know they did kind of you know they were a little lame duck or ran out of gas against the packers so yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. And they could have beaten Green Bay. They could have had uh, you know there
1: were moments they were within eight. So they had the potential, but Rogers was on a different level that day. It's in Lambo. He plays insanely in Lambo usually. You know Absolutely. he's at least gonna get one.
0: True. This is a fair point. Um so before we uh before we end the show for today, thank you for everyone who has, you know, joined in uh on the YouTube stream so far. Um, I want to say something. So, for those of you who do not know, I do write sometimes for Unhinged Blogging. I do I do some articles. I did some articles on the draft. I did some articles on you know uh, Russell Wilson trade destinations. Yada yada yada. And I did a collab blog with uh the guys over Unhinged Blogging. Um, giving draft grades for the AFC East, you know, Jets and the NFC West. So. For those on U-Stadium, God, this stinking salt is pissing me off. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going to call the episode. God, salt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Lessons <laughs> learned for the next time.
0: Sodium. <laughs> <Stodium> <laughs> right, on your check,
1: right on your checklist. Lesson one, don't have salt in eyes before show.
0: No shit. No shit. But getting to the point, um, on U-Stadium, I've been getting a habit of uh, the last few years uh, doing an NFL preview series where i go in depth as fuck uh so here's how i'm usually doing these i go general manager head coach offensive and defensive coordinators records the last five years you know draft picks uh starting roster which which consists of quarterback two running backs fullback uh four receivers two tight ends flex position offensive line and on defense depends if the three four or four three you know four linebackers three linebackers, uh, three corners which are outside and the nickel two safeties. Um, I don't get the special teams because that's too nuts. But I could do special teams this year to make it to make it easier. And then I do you know worst case rec- worst case scenario best case scenario projected record uh, division ranking playoffs yes or no. Uh, And two thoughts. So, because I'm on Unhinged Blogging, I figured I would not only post it on U-Stadium, but uh, with the actual in-depth analysis, but I would also post on Unhinged Blogging. So, uh, with the draft in the past, I might as well say it like how it is. I will be doing NFL previews for Unhinged Blogging, for the Unhinged Sports Network, U-Stadium, and I will be posting them, Um, starting, I'll be doing for, probably I'll get to work on it now. Okay. Um, But now the way I do this is very simple. I go draft order. I go draft order from, you know, you know, the Jaguars all the way to Tampa Bay for this year. And I do it. And the way I usually want to do it for U stadium, I, I can do it better on unhinged. I'm going to be doing it for. You know, for 16 weeks, uh, which brings us to probably late August.
1: Yeah, be right up, that should be right up close to the beginning so, of the season.
0: Yep, probably the beginning of the season. Um, I will be doing each week, probably, uh, starting next week or two weeks from now, um, an in-depth analysis of division order for NFL, preview, for NFL previews. I will be getting this going on Time WS Podcast, the sports Cave, and we'll be doing NFL previews like crazy. So I am pumped to do this. This is going to be great. I can't wait. Um, I already have an entire note section. I kid you not. So I'm going to go get this. I already have the Seahawks written out, but to show in-depth analysis, every single note, I have Each team, I mean, it's mirror. It's mirrored on the stream, but uh, here's the Bengals right here. So I have records, last five years, the GM, coaches, draft picks. I'm gonna add the schedule in there also. But I have the roster. This is all predictions, and I've been doing this for the last how long ago I've been doing this? Twenty nineteen. Wait, 2017.
1: Oh wow! So this will so be your year... this will be
0: Four? fourth year. Yep, fourth year. So wow. I am pumped for this. I am excited. I will send a tweet out in the next 20 minutes <laughs> uh, to to point out you know exactly what I'm doing with this. So I am definitely excited to do this. And thank you guys at the Onion Sports Network for you know you know giving me a place for to do this crap because. It's great. It's great. It is. You've been doing,
1: you've been doing great. I mean, <laughs> the article's been awesome. So, hey, there you go. So, uh,
0: once again, uh, thank you guys for uh, for tuning into this episode of the Sports Cave. We'll be sure to, uh, now that I finally bless you, now that I finally uh, got you. this streaming software to work, uh, I'll be sure to do this more and potentially do uh, BS sessions on this crap eventually, which will hey. be fun. Speaking of, volume 18 of michael talk of the area Attack podcast recording soon <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: thank you guys for joining us <laughs> see you guys in, see you guys god one.